taking what we're giving. It's the Prattlefield. We hope you keep listening. We're the Prattlefield. We make a shitty living. This podcast is better than the rest. Well, maybe not, but it's better than death. The Prattlefield. You're taking what we're giving. It's the Prattlefield. We hope you keep listening. We're the Prattlefield. We make a shitty living. Don't stop listening to the Prattlefield. Another show, another day where JB is stuffing his face with a fucking I, blizzard. It's a medium. Oh, we didn't even talk about that when I got here. Nick's here. Hi. Thanks, Nick. Hi, Nick. Hi. Uh, it's a medium this time, though. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't re- What's what's up with that? Usually you make fun of me when I get a medium. No, I'm not watching my figure at all. I when I got it, I was like, "Ooh, we might be short on time." Mm. So the backstory, yeah, is we were planning on doing it at doing this at. Uh, I thought we were. I thought I was. I thought Nick got off work at five, Mm-mm. and he'd be here like around five thirty. And I'm like, "Well, what are the odds he gets out of work right on time?" There's always a fucking phone call or email you got to deal with or mm-hmm. whatever. A fire pops up somewhere. You got to fucking deal with that before you go. So I was like, well, I'm probably looking at like 535, 540. Mm-hmm. So, I was, so the whole way down here, I'm like, I'm getting Dairy Queen. I'm going to I'm gonna fucking have a treat before Nick gets there. I've got time. Yeah. Well, I get here and Nick's here. I got here at like 455 and he's already here. Uh-huh. I was like, oh. He had been here for about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. I didn't realize. <laughs> I, I thought you said he got off at five. Turns out he got off at 430. No. said 430 and yeah. we'd start at five-ish. Yeah. And that was in a text message I sent you. Yeah. And what happened to that text message, I JB? delete all of them. Why do you do that? I just don't need that kind of baggage in my life day to day. I like to start every day fresh. You realize you would ask a lot fewer questions if you didn't do that? Because a lot of the answers to your questions are in these previous texts that have been sent. Is it annoying? It would be for me if I were you. you Get there. <laughs> you can say it. Yeah, I just hate, I hate having text messages laying around. But it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I would no. get that. I would get why you wouldn't want to store a bunch of... Um, porn on your phone or yeah. something because yeah. video files take up a lot of space yeah text messages text tech messages uh-huh. text messages don't take no. up any space at all mm-hmm. i just like to start so every day reasoning? new i don't know i just like to start every day new that's bullshit. i like to wake up and look at my phone and be like it's a new day brother fuck you make it what it is <laughs> that's way too optimistic for you that's not the real reason um so yeah, I got a medium blizzard because I was like, well, I don't want to get it because if I get a large, it's it might like take just, me an hour to eat it. done with that. Well, just, what am I going to say? I don't know how to defend it. Right? So you got a medium blizzard. What yeah. kind did you get? Uh, strawberry chocolate. And it's already melted. Yep. How did that happen? Did well, you have the heater cranked in your car? No, I think it's your house. Is it, hot? Is it too hot in the house? No, I feel fine. Oh. No. No, I could turn it. It's cold as fuck out there, guys. No, it is cold out. Yeah. Your mm. screen door's broken. Um, yeah. Thanks for pointing that out to me. Now I got to get a new screen door. The whole yeah. bottom strip is like ripped off. Like it's hanging off the door, and the door mm. only closes. It st- it sits open like seven inches. Was it like that when you got here? Nick? I don't know. Maybe I broke it. Nick did it. Fucking Nick. Huh. Mister Soft Spoken Asshole breaks doors. Well, is what it really does. And I well, I don't Fucking even know how. I don't think I don't even know how somebody would do it. It almost feels like it. I wonder if it was like frozen because you never use that door. I'm assuming. No. So I'm wondering if it use was, that door. You guys, when you show up, I'm to wondering if that ass. bottom piece of trim was frozen to the door frame, and then when he pulled it, maybe it ripped oh, it, it snapped be. it off. Uh, yeah, that could whatever. be. Whatever. Oh, sorry. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. He'll get you the money for it. Don't worry. Well, you told me earlier that it was only like five bucks. He'll get you the money for it. Yeah. I'm so, five dollar screen door. I bet that'll last all of a week, if that. So, what kind of blizzard you got there, buddy? Doctor Strawberry. Doctor Strawberry. Why don't you take the screen door off? What? Why don't you just take the screen door off? I suppose I could. Aren't they there for a reason? Well, they're there so that you can leave your door open and have a screen door shut so you don't get bugs and stuff in your house. But how often do you sit with your door open? Never. No. Hmm. Never really thought about it. Why Why one has a screen door? I, I suppose that's, that's the, the reason, huh? I think that and maybe it <clears throat> protects the door from rain, the elements. Or something? I don't know. Huh. Do you have a screen door in your house? I have a storm door. What's the difference between a screen door and a storm door? Well, I don't know if this is for sure the difference, but my I don't have a screen in my screen door. It's just one of those, like, it looks like a screen door, but it's all glass. There's no yeah. screen in there. Oh. I think it's called a storm door. What do you have, Nick? A storm door or a screen door? When we built it. We talked about that. We just got nothing. Just oh, there the you door. go. So we you just don't have need the one. Door. Yeah. Oh. We're like, eh. So in the summer, you just leave your normal door open and you let the bugs in then? No, I just open the windows. Oh. I also have screens on them. <laughs> okay. Do you actually open the windows or do you use your AC? <clears throat> Depends on the day. I don't fucking open my windows at all. It's uh, 
you know, if it's... It smells like it. <laughs> Speaking of which, I took a really nasty shit about 20 minutes before mm. Nick got here. Can you guys still smell it? I feel fine. No, I don't got anything. Oh, man, it was bad. What did we eat? Um, <laughs> so I was... <laughs> yesterday, I was telling about... Uh, the reason Nick and I were having a little bit of a laugh is I was telling him about this um, yesterday at work. You guys are but, cutting uh, up a little bit. Cutting up <laughs> a little bit. Um, I wanted some hot dogs. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted some wieners. And uh, we know. I got home. And <laughs> We've known for a long time. Nick and I were talking about how many wieners I was going to eat. Huh. And so Nick actually asked, he's like, so how many do you usually eat? You know, And I'm like, oh, I don't know, three or four. I ate five wieners last night for dinner. That was the whole meal? Five hot dogs, yeah. Bun and all. Bun and all. Did you put anything on them? Yeah, dill relish and mustard. Huh. And then this morning for breakfast, I ate the remaining three. <laughs> Nine o'clock in the morning, I'm eating fucking hot dogs, boy. <laughs> Why were you craving hot dogs so bad? I don't know. I just was. I think huh. I saw, I saw something on a movie or something on TV or a commercial or something. Someone was eating a hot dog. I'm like, God, I haven't had a hot dog in a while. I want some hot dogs. Mm. So I got hot dogs. That's the story. I'm I've been craving it. chili dogs for a while. I don't know why. Yeah, that'd be all right. Like a coney. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are messy as fuck. I know. Man, they're yeah. good. Yeah. All right. We had bacon well, this morning at my house. You had bacon. Bacon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. Why I even said it? I thought there. I thought that would spur like a. Oh, what'd you have with it? Or how'd you cook it? Or, okay, what'd you have with it? And nothing. how'd you cook it? In the oven. Oh. We bake our bacon. Do you? Yeah. Well, it doesn't do any good. You're still getting all the fat. Right. You know. Right. It's just I cooks more feel evenly. Like it's less messy too. Definitely right. less messy. Although the splatter does not get all over the oven. I don't clean my oven. I don't know. I don't. Oh. Eh. I don't know. I guess I've never known. But I know when you cook it in a frying pan, it's a disaster because you've got the little specks of grease all oh, over yeah. the top. Oh yeah. Fucking it drives everywhere. me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I should get is when they sell like a mesh screen you can put over top of your uh, frying pan. You ever seen those? No. Mm-hmm. What do they call it? A, a splatter screen, maybe they call it. Hmm. But basically, it looks like a, it looks like funny. It kind of looks like this. It looks like a screen door material, but it's like you know, steel or whatever mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And it's just it it it's literally just this is you know eight inches around, and it's got a handle on it. So when you're frying hamburgers or bacon or whatever, mm-hmm. you can sit that on top, and the grease hmm. kind of stops it. it that's that that mesh kind of stops it from flying out of the pan. That's fucking phenomenal. Yep. Yeah, they make it. I've seen them. Because that's the best way to cook a burger is on a cast Agreed. iron skillet. Agreed. On the stove. Well, best way is on the grill. But Right. But yeah, when you're at home, right. cast iron fucking skillet. And I would rather fry bacon in a frying pan than bake it. It just feels... For sure. It just feels normal, more normal to me. Yeah. yeah but God, I, but the grease is a disaster. Yeah. Uh, and then but the this smoke... Thing, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oof, yeah. I, I grilled the uh, the hot dogs last night, put yeah. them in a cast iron skillet, little griddle thingy. Fucking smoke up all everywhere in the kitchen. <laughs> and not smoke as in they caught fire, but it's just, you know, yeah, the fucking smoke from the meat yeah, when yeah. cooking at that high heat. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Fuck. Good thing I don't have any functioning smoke detectors because they would have <laughs> gone. They would have gone. It would be annoying, wouldn't it? <laughs> that's why I took, that's why they don't work anymore. So I took all the batteries out because I was sick of them going off whenever I would cook something that was smoky. <laughs> nice. So well, you don't have any kids. It doesn't matter. Well, and it's not like a smoke detector is going to stop the fire. It's just you. Right. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't stop the fire anyway. No. No, you're right. They don't. So it's not like a fire suppression no. system. No. It's just an early warning. Uh, the, really, the only it's way you could get point. screwed in that deal is if it starts in the middle of the night and you're asleep. Obviously, uh, nothing's going to wake you up. But what would start smoking in the middle of the night outside of the furnace? The furnace, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you'd wake up. You'll be fine. Probably. Yeah, I'm not going to worry too much about it. I wouldn't. Anyway. <clears throat> Boy, that blizzard is getting really melty now. Mm-hmm. Boy. Yeah, I'm running off strawberries. It's pissing me off. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Should we start? Should we start the show? God damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, last, uh, last August, right? August 10th, I believe. It was August. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. August. Yeah. Um, JB, Nick, and I yep. went to see Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yep. Um, it was a show at the amphitheater down at uh, Treasure, Treasure, Treasure Island. Island or mm-hmm. Mystic Lake. I keep getting those two fucking screwed up. Treasure, Treasure Island. Island. Mm-hmm. Treasure Island. Um, now, 
Now, Nick had... So, the backstory is, your wife bought you tickets as, like, wasn't it a birthday gift? Yeah, I got So, she I got, got you a set for, for that, like you and her to go. Yeah. And then, was it your mom or your mother-in-law bought you another set? I got two sets, yeah. Yeah. And Nick's like, hey, <clears throat> got yeah. this extra set. Yeah. I want to ask the two coolest guys I know if they, if they yeah. want to go. And they couldn't go, so then he asked us. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so... Uh, so yeah, Nick's like, hey, if you guys want them, they're yours. Otherwise, I don't know what you would have done with them. I guess sell them uh, to Craigslist yeah. or something. But yeah. sell them on Craigslist. Uh, so that's how it came about. And um, what a what a terrific program that was, huh? Yeah. No, I was I was I totally stoked to see I really it because it. Three Amigos is one of my favorite comedies of all time. I've loved Steve Martin forever, and it's like to be able to see those two giants mm-hmm. like in person. Plus, the seats were fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Nick, you were like right up. You could probably sniff their fucking taint. I think we were in like the third or fourth row. Yeah. Unbelievable. And we were like what ten, twelve. We were far back. behind. Yeah. I mean, it was. We didn't have to really look at the big screen to see their faces nope. or anything yeah. like that. It was really cool. Yeah. At one point, when they came out of the off the stage into the crowd i was probably five feet man from them they were just oh like, that's fucking right awesome well we weren't even that and, and, and like yeah you must have been because when they came out because during one point in the show for for the people listening they come out and grab i think it was like three or four volunteers from the audience whatever mm-hmm. three. and three and believe me i don't know about you guys but i was like please 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 um but when they come out they walk down because there's like two main aisles that went out into the audience from the stage and um, even Chad and I at the 10th or 11th row, wherever we were, uh, I, we, we were within, because I think I was right on the end and you were beside me. Yep. I, I think he was within 15 feet of us, wasn't he? Yeah. I, I, mean, well, was, I can't remember was, which one walked. I can't remember towards, either. But, but I tell you what, the three buffoons they picked out of there. Oh, man. <laughs> what a bunch of fucking morons. <laughs> yep. So obviously the reason they picked three guys is because they do this Three Amigos skit mm-hmm. where they have them do the whole Three Amigos salute, mm-hmm. which is something I've been doing since I was a kid. Yeah. Who doesn't know the Three Amigos salute? Right. Right? It's right. not complicated. No. And they would go up there and they would, I can't remember what the cue was in order to make the, so they put the hats on the three guys. Yeah. And they, these were older guys. Yeah. So these were guys that would have been... You know, around when Three Amigos well, came out, so I would say they're think, older than us, weren't they? For sure. Oh yeah, yeah. they were, they were probably fifties, sixties. Yeah, definitely. So they had been adults. They had to have seen out. the fucking yeah. movie. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They go up there and whatever the cue was, where Steve Martin and Martin Short said something, then they had to do the salute. Yep. They fucked it up every single time. Yep. They probably did it four or five times. Yeah. They couldn't get it fucking right once. Yeah. No. Fucking pathetic. And they kind of did a very, very brief like interview piece with each one you know like you'd expect in a yeah. show like that where oh what's oh, yeah, your name oh you where do? are you from yeah, what do you right. do like that kind of thing yeah so doing the actual salute i'd have been like i mean that would have been fucking ridiculous but i think i'd have been more excited by the chance just to have a three seconds of, ba- of conversation with one of them just to tell them True. my name and where i live would have yeah. been enough for me man yeah yeah God, that'd have been sweet. Yep. But you're right. The three goons that they pulled up, I'm like, not those three. He's fucking morons. One of them couldn't even make up the stairs. Like he had some kind of oh, issue. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's Remember right. That? Yeah. I forgot about that. No, and I'm not. Tra- <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I don't want to. I don't want to rip him because I don't know if it was like a handicap. I don't know what it was. I don't think it was a handicap thing. I think he just, he just had just, really bad knees. Yeah, he just couldn't walk shit. upstairs. I mean, yeah. It wasn't you know. And it took. For, it was so awkward because it took him so yeah. fucking long to get up there. We're all kind of waiting, and the yeah. applause had sort of died down. Yeah. So now it's just this dead quiet as yeah. this guy is fucking maneuvering six stairs. Yeah. <laughs> and after the fucking when stage. he was going down, I think I can't remember if it was Steve Martin or Martin Short, but I remember one of them on their. They were just like had this like <laughs> shit look on their face, and they're like looking around <laughs> for like somebody to come and like help this guy down the stairs, like. <laughs> so it was no and now it's cool out there i've never been to the to the outdoor theater at treasure island i don't know how many folks listening have i I don't know how popular it is but i had never been i didn't know what to you know was is is it gonna be red rocks is it gonna be my backyard i mean i don't know how cool it's gonna be it's not red rocks because there's no other place in the world like that but it was pretty cool i mean it's you know it's it's basically an outdoor stage as far as what you'd find at like a music festival i would say i mean it Mm -hmm. wasn't like a you know, natural stage or, or anything, you know, kind of, you know, but, and it's literally kind of like off of a parking lot. So it's not fancy that way, but it was nice. I mean, the, the seats were, it's almost <laughs> like they brought in stadium seats is what it is, what it looked like to me and just kind of bolted them down to the pat, giant patio out there, but plenty of seats mm. available. I mean, there was, it was a large audience. I thought, yeah, yeah. Um, close to sold out. I would assume it looked yeah, like it. I think it was, yeah. And I, well, I was getting a little, well, so were you, uh, because as the show time was coming closer 
these idiots next to us are still like standing in the aisle, like drinking beers and like talking to each other about yeah. work and like, oh, what'd you do last weekend? Oh, I went out to blah blah blah. And I'm like, fuck, that show's gonna start yeah. now. Yeah. And they kept talking and talking. I'm like, that show's gonna. Turns out they were they were fine because the show it didn't start right like at fucking seven 15, or 20 minutes late. I yeah. was yeah. actually a little bit disappointed because I would have assumed yeah. that these guys being the seasoned pros that they are, yeah. that they would have been prompt as fuck. Yeah, I was actually expecting that thing to start right at right mm-hmm. at eight on the nuts. Mm-hmm. But it was like 8, 17, 8, 18, I think, by the time they finally started yeah. playing the intro. Yep. So they did this montage yep. video thing of all these clips from SNL and yep. Three Amigos and all the movies that they've been in and all that stuff. That was probably five, six minutes, and yep. then they brought him out on stage. And I'm telling you, folks, I, you know, and I, I maybe I'm just, I'm sheltered and I've never been to anything like that. And I haven't. That's the only thing like that I've ever been to. But it is, it. And I don't mean to make it overstate it, but it, it was a little bit, it was kind of a magical moment for me because I've never been that close to somebody that, to that, a celebrity yeah. that big. Yeah. And you can say what you want. You know, you, you ask kids, you know, these kids nowadays, these millennial, you know, jokesters and these guys running around, they probably, you know, Steve Martin, Martin Short, they don't, mm. they'll probably know who Steve Martin is. Martin Short, maybe, maybe not some of them because he's, right. you know, probably not as big, I would yeah. say. Yeah. No. But, but for somebody who grew up watching these guys when they were in their peak, and watching them not just from the SNL days, and and granted, when they were on SNL, that was I was a little young to remember that. Mm-hmm. But watching the highlights of it and appreciating that work, and then the 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 work they did in film, what you know, when I was a kid watching their stuff, mm-hmm. um, to be this many years later and to be able to see you know be that close to them, uh, and watch them kind of like, because you you know what, what what I'm always curious about is what kind of vibe do they put off, mm-hmm. I, and I wonder that about those two like. <clears throat> You know, they're pretty big names, but they're not, they're not, you know, you're not dealing with like, you know, uh, George Clooney. They're not that level. Right. So, so they're, they're more legendary than they are currently famous, if that makes sense. Right. And they joked about that. Yeah. No, they did. Yeah. They're not, you know, they're, and they, you know, of course, but I just got a really good vibe. Like it felt like when they were talking and like interacting and like interacting with, you know, those four guys they brought up. Like it didn't feel like three guys or three guys. I'm sorry. It didn't it's the feel three like amigos. Yeah, not the six. Yeah, it didn't feel like like I didn't get a weird vibe though. Like I didn't get like a snobbery. I didn't get like a we don't want to be here. We're only here to make money. I just didn't feel it. And maybe they're they're good enough at what they do that they can put they can hide that and put it in a box. But I if they are they're they're great at what they do because I didn't get that vibe at all. No, they seem like they were genuinely happy to be up there talking. They were, and yeah. one of the they actually they did make a joke about that though. Like right away at the beginning when they were talking about it, the the show itself, they said something to the effect of, uh, "For a while we were thinking about naming the show. We should have saved more when we were younger." Or something <laughs> right, like that. Right. right. <laughs> you know, you know, as if that's the only way they can make money these days. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were very. Uh, they really ripped into each other quite a bit mm-hmm. too. I mean, it was funny. Yeah. Martin Short was making fun of Steve Martin's eternally gray, silver, white hair. Yep. You know, Brandon would probably appreciate that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not a show goes by. We don't bug Brandon about his white and his beard, that right. fucking guy. Um, yeah, they were really ripping into yep. each other and, and that sort of thing. But I mean, it was obviously all, you know, in good fun. Yep. But, yeah, and, you could tell but, that they were buddies. Yeah, like right. You could tell. Oh, yeah. Right. Like they're like yeah. best friends. Right. This isn't a thing where one of them called the other one out of the blue and was like, hey, you want to make some money? Like, let's go out and... Like, you can tell they've been doing this forever and they've yeah. been palling around forever. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know. Of course, I, I, you know, I like to make more of it in my head than it may be what it is, but I guess I envision them texting and talking probably quite about quite often. I feel like they're pretty close. Because mm-hmm. um, let's be honest, neither of them are doing a lot of work anymore. I mean, Steve Martin has the music thing now. I, I don't know how often he's out doing that, but... Um, you know, he's done some movies in the last 10 years, I guess. Yeah. But Martin Short, I don't remember the last time, last, you know. Yeah. What is he doing these days? Has he been? A couple of years ago, he had his own variety show on NBC with Maya Rudolph. Oh, I didn't know that. uh, I I really dug that. I thought it was really funny. And yeah, it didn't last more than a Hmm. season. It was like Chevy Chase's talk show. Yeah. 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 I thought (laughs) it was really funny though. Hmm. Is on network TV? It's on NBC. Huh. Huh. I didn't know that either. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you watch SNL now. I haven't watched oh, it in okay. years. There's a guy on there, a new, he's not a new cast member. He's been on there for a couple of years, Mikey Day. And he was, mm. he was the, uh, the kind of the head writer and showrunner of the Martin Short, Maya Rudolph show. And oh. that was kind of like his, his test to see if he could, Lauren Michaels put him in charge of that to see if he could get on to 
be good enough to get on the SNL. And As a writer or a performer? He's both on there now. Oh. Wow. Oh, kind of like Tina Fey. Yeah. Wasn't she their head writer For a towards while. the end yeah. of her tenure there? Yep. Some SNL trivia there. Yeah. Do you watch SNL still? Anymore. You guys should read no. the SNL book. Um, oh, that's right. There's like the big history book. of it's that like goes a, back to like the 70s and not ready yeah, for prime it's time like a way back in the page day. book about just the story of SNL told by the people that did it and Ron and stuff. Is that where the uh, stuff came out about like Chevy Chase and Bill Murray and like what went down? Is that is that the book? Because all that stuff and yeah. it's probably been out in, for a long time, but. The first I'd heard about the details behind, I knew they didn't care for each other. There's a feud there. I didn't hear the details of it until I think that book came out and people yeah. started reading it. And they're like, oh, well, that's what happened. Yeah. Because I didn't really ever know what it was. I didn't know why they didn't like each other. But then I, mean, I heard about it on the radio. But. Yeah, there's stuff in there about like that. And Belushi's probably in there Belushi, and his antics. Yeah. Farley and all his yeah. drug use and stuff. And yeah, So how, good read. how late did it go? I mean, so I mean, it started off in '75 when when the show started. They came out with a second edition, probably right around the time Will Ferrell was leaving. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So the first edition probably ended with the the Sandler Farley years. Okay. Because that's about when I stopped. I mean, I watched I watched it sporadically in college when Will Ferrell and stuff. Yeah. And Maya Rudolph and all those were on. But I was. It was. Like high school is when I was watching it every yeah. weekend, and that was Sandler and Farley sure. and Me Mike Myers, yep. and Dana Carter. After they guys. all, after that yep. crew left, I gave I, I yeah. left that. Yeah, yeah, it either starts, ends with, maybe it ends with when that Will Ferrell was just starting. I can't remember okay. now. It's been a while since I've read it, but that's a good read. What's it called? Yeah, I that's don't a strange name for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. But the same people that did that did. Uh, they did one for The Daily Show, John Stewart. Oh. And I, I just read that last year. That was really good. And they did another one about Creative Artists Agency. Oh. And I have not. I have that one, but I have not started reading that one yet. What would that all be about? Uh, I think it's just about, about how the, the agency, agency itself? started and just stories about Because that's the biggest agency in Hollywood, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. I was just, I'm glad you asked that question. I had no idea who that what that was. I was just wanting to ask uh, what that Creative was. Creative Artists Agency. Oh. CAA. And they that's they have everybody. When you say agency, you're saying like managers essentially. Yeah, yeah, like agents, agents. Like agents. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's one company that that runs all those agents that runs all those celebrities. It's not all of them, but a lot of them. Yeah, it's one of them. Wow, yeah, one of the bigger. So ones. one guy owns that whole company. In I, theory, I guess I, I'm not sure who owns it, but he's doing all right, right? Yeah. Wow, I, mean, I got a thing. <laughs> the yeah. agents are doing all right because they're getting a cut <laughs> of stuff. Yeah. Right. And he's getting a cut of the agent's 10%, cut. 15%, something yeah, like that. Something like that. And the guy who owns it's getting a cut of their cut, so. For sure. Wow. Yeah. Fucking racket. Goddamn pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Just like anything, I guess. So anyway, it was it was cool, man. And I, I think my favorite part of the whole thing, they did some like, there was some like uh, music stuff. Well, obviously they did some banjo stuff because Steve Martin's big into that. Stuff. That was super cool. That band that was, was really good. Cool. Like, it was really good. Really nice good. kind of music, but yep. I yeah. went on iTunes after that. And yeah. It was cool, man. That What's was What's the really name good. of the band? Do you remember? The S- Steep Canyon Rangers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they were fucking good. That was incredible. Yeah. They were on for a while, too. Yeah, yeah. longer than I thought they yeah. were going to be on. Yeah, because Steve Martin went out and he played the banjo solo for a little bit. He yeah. did like a medley of all this stuff that he had written. And then like the band walks out as he's playing. And then he handed it over to them and they just did their own thing for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah, violin was player was just incredible. Crazy. Yep. Holy shit. Steve Martin can play a little bit, can he? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's fucking good. Man. Yeah. Yeah. No effort. I mean, it doesn't look like it. He's no. one of those guys. He's that good at it. Isn't that... the banjo hard, too? Yes. That... It's all that finger picking and stuff and pull-ons and yeah. pull-off, hammer-ons, hammer-offs and all that stuff. It's just incredible. I, tr- I, had, I bought a banjo years ago thinking that it would be fun to be able to play the banjo like I've seen the banjo being played. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I couldn't <laughs> fucking hold a candle to those guys. Mm. It's so, so hard. Hmm. I mean, a guitar player that can finger pick and do all that stuff could probably pick up on the banjo fairly easily, but Mm -hmm. I don't finger pick. I just strum. Mm. So, but yeah, banjo is tough to play. That was Um, cool. That was was a cool. Do you remember his intro, though, to the whole banjo bit? Mm -hmm. He did say something. He was like, uh, there's um, big differences between the banjo and the guitar. The banjo has the 
blah 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 skin pulled across the blah 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 and then it it projects the sound outward then he he goes into this this whole big thing about a banjo having five strings or whatever and all this stuff he's like and the guitar can get you laid (laughs) 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 for some people not not all of us get laid but (laughs) that's funny anyway i totally uh, derailed that you said your favorite bit no my favorite part of the whole thing and there there was nothing spectacular about it there was no uh, in fact it you know for a lot of people probably wasn't even the funniest part but my favorite part is when they've got just two big like um, chairs out on the stage mm. uh, just just two like nice like living room chairs and there was like a table in the middle and they each sat in a chair and just talked yeah. honest to god the whole show and yeah. this is gonna sound stupid but I would have paid money to sit and just watch those two have a conversation. Yeah, like just sure. you're yeah, to be in, to be that you know to hear them in and I'm gonna say in person. I guess it was um, just have conversation and tell stories and like talk about like how they like you know what it was like on Three Amigos and like mm-hmm. what they how they met and like why they be, they're still hanging out and like what they I, I was I was enthralled with it. I just that just them sitting and having a conversation I thought was was marvelous. That was I cool. Well, you love part. that shit. I mean, yeah, I comedians do. in cars getting coffee. I love that. It. You, oh, just, yeah. you eat that I love shit it. up. Just regular conversation between yeah. two people that, you know, usually I, I prefer that they be funny in some way. But 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 that's the other thing that's cool about it is it and, and comedians in cars. I, you know, I don't know how many people have watched that or, or keep up with it or, or not, but I think I've seen most of them. And uh, even with that, I don't watch that so much for like to get laughs out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't watch it to make t- knowing that I'm going to crack up during the episode. I watched that because it's so intriguing to me to to listen to these people talk like they're regular people. Yeah. Like they're not yeah. putting on an act. Now, yeah, they know they're on Netflix. So part of it might be a little bit, but sure. but it's just so, it's so raw for like Seinfeld and like Chris Rock to be sitting at a table talking mm-hmm. about like showbiz and careers and like yeah. family and I'm like this is so fucking cool, man. Like they're just regular dudes. It's yeah. like feel what like, we do on the podcast. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Not to, to, to draw listeners from your podcast by Son mentioning another bitch. podcast. But <laughs> you're cut. Do you, have you ever listened to WTF with Mark Marin? I've heard a lot about it and I've never listened to it. He is incredible, I heard it's incredible at doing that, about yeah. just having a conversation with somebody where it doesn't seem like an interview at all. It's just two dudes or... I love that stuff. Just sitting down. Now he talking. gets like celebrities or, or yeah. athletes or it's anything. Cele- it's a lot of uh, musicians, a lot of comedians because he's, okay. he's a stand-up yeah. comedian. Um, a lot of actors, okay, um, directors, that type of thing. I've heard a lot about. The, I've heard it's an excellent show from yeah, other people too. I just haven't really, tried it yet. Really good. You met him, didn't you? I did. Yeah. yeah. How'd you meet him? We went and saw his uh, show at uh, Acme. Oh. In uh, Minneapolis, and then afterwards, he was just standing there. And I just realized I was just standing right next to him and was like, hey. <laughs> He's like, hey, yeah. man. <laughs> Talked a little bit about the show and, and that was it. Was he pretty decent? I mean, was he pretty pretty laid back or yeah. what? Yeah. yeah, it was super cool. And wow. Just, yeah. Hey. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, it was... Yeah, it was, huh. It was good. Now, you know what? I Now hearing that, I might try it. I don't know what I thought. I guess I knew his show was like a... I thought it was an interview show, which I guess it, it sounds like it is. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't... It's not straight question answer, which... No, no. And and then sometimes... See, I like... I line up with him um, on a lot of like issues. Yeah. So yeah. I... The first like 15, 20 minutes of his show is just usually him ranting oh, okay. about stuff. It doesn't okay. really have anything to do with... Okay. So I, I listen to that, but I know a lot of people that skip that. Okay. And then they just skip to the interview. To the interview. And that's, it's not even really an interview, but it's about an hour long yeah. conversation. I love with, that. Yeah, yeah. That might be it for me. I might try it. And you might yeah. like it too, Chad. I'm done with our yeah, show. Yeah, I'm sure so I probably many would. musicians and yeah. guitar players mm. and yeah. music producers. Yeah. And, mm. and he plays guitar. He talks a lot about guitars. Mark Marin does? Yeah. Oh. And every, he ends every show with him doing a improv little riff. Oh really? And he talks about the gear he's using and stuff. And oh, is he good? I think yeah, I think he sounds huh. good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> he's like oh. meets all these musicians. Why do we even bother with this show? Fucking <laughs> yeah, no yeah. shit. He right. meets with he, he interviews these musicians and then he like ends up jamming with them at like shows and stuff out in L.A. and oh wow, really? that's cool. Yeah, that's wow, that's a cool show. Isn't Not it as like cool super as this long? Show. No, no, nothing's as cool as this show. The show well, is long. No, it's not. It's like. I don't know. Like I said, like the first 
20 minutes or so of his show it's just him kind of ranting and mm. about current events and stuff and and then the interview portion is like an hour wow so is it so. like a weekly thing he does two a week i think yeah two a week two a week wow yeah He's got more ideas than we do. Yeah. Well, well it's his only job, too, I suppose. Well, he does stand-up, too, but... And he's on TV shows. Um, Glow. Heard of it. Netflix, he's on that. And I guess he's going to be in the new Joker movie. And, oh, no, no kidding. Yeah. Oh. He talks a little bit about that stuff, too. He's like... Hmm. He's like... Oh. This is so off topic. I'm sorry. Who gives a shit? No, I love when you promote other shows on our show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a funny story. So he's got a little bit part in the new Joker movie that Todd Phillips is directing and he's got a scene Todd Phillips is directing the Joker movie yeah yeah so he's, really yeah oh okay <laughs> so he's got a scene with him, I'd like to come back to that when Nick's done Go Joaquin ahead. Phoenix and uh Robert De Niro he's got a walk and talk scene with them and oh. he thought he like nailed it he's like he's like kind of maybe I was a little like over the top with that but I think I nailed it and then he's like I see Robert De Niro walk over to Todd Phillips and he's kind of talking to him and <laughs> And Todd Phillips comes over to Mark Marin and he's like, hey, Mark, that was really good, but, you know, just bring it down just a little bit. <laughs> he's like, yeah. But he's like, De Niro's a pro. Like, a, an amateur would have just, like, been like, dude, bring it down. You know? but, so, but De Niro went to the director and yeah. made a suggestion. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> when De Niro says bring it down, you fucking bring it down. <laughs> Well, and and that that's actually pretty fucking classy because De Niro's a director too. Yeah, he's directed too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's got, and he's got the respect and the you know the. He could have just barked it out. Couldn't he? Yeah. And nobody would have blamed. Nobody could have done that. He could have yeah. gotten away. He's a big with enough that. name. And, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's nice huh. that he went the right way about it. Uh, can we stop? This show is just a mishmash of shit. It honest is. to God. It is. Uh, can we go back to uh, Joker for a second? Yeah. Who's Todd Phillips? He directed. Uh, <laughs> I've, never, I've never. I've never. He directed um, uh, Hangover old movies, old school. Oh, he's a comedy guy. Um, that yeah. movie with Miles Teller and Jonah Hill. War Dogs. War Dogs. I actually yeah. like that movie. That was a cool movie. I yeah, like that. Pretty it. cool. Yeah. Uh, so he's a comedy guy, and he was doing the Joker. He's doing the Joker movie, huh? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. It's really. Yeah, that's why I was a little bit surprised to hear yeah. you say he's directing. I don't know why. And De Niro's in the Joker movie. Mm-hmm. I had no idea yeah. until you just said that. Yeah. The only person I've heard that's in that movie of the name I recognized was was uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I haven't heard of anyone else in it. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be a fucking awesome Joker, I bet. Yeah. Well, I the, heard, I, the uh, set photos good. I've seen are just creepy. Yeah. Like, yeah. He just looks weird. He's a weird fucking dude, anyway. Yeah. That's I think yeah. what makes it so believable is he but, might actually be that guy. He's, yeah. But it's, he, an, it's a bit. I get it. That, does, that whole thing where he went crazy yeah, and I know, was going to quit. At, that yeah. was all for that movie that right. Casey Affleck right. directed. Right. That was right. all. Right. That was all part of that yeah. fake documentary thing. Yeah. So yeah. he's not that crazy. I don't think. I've heard he's a little bit weird. I don't know. Maybe well, not. Might, might be a little bit weird, but he's not as weird as. No. Yeah. That was a big. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah it was a. Like what? that whole bit on Letterman where he just fucking lost his shit. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> that was all during that. What's that? What's the name of that thing? I, I'm not here. I'm not here. I yeah. Think. Did you see it? Yeah. Any good? Yeah. No. It's, it's weird. Uh, yeah. What does De Niro do in the Joker movie? Acts. Um, yeah. He's an actor. <laughs> um, playing a role. Takes uh, like second director role apparently as well. No, apparently he's the uh, he's like a uh, a host of a TV show or something. Oh. And I think. Maybe Joaquin Phoenix and Mark Maron will work on this show or something. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not oh, entirely oh, sure. Okay, all right. Hmm. But, huh. I had no idea. How's that soupy blizzard? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a funny story. De Niro goes to the director. Yeah, huh? yeah, uh-huh. that was a good story. Because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have envisioned that. I, I would have thought that would go down a different way. You know, De Niro would look at him and say, "Hey." Because in my mind, De Niro talks like he's <laughs> in every mob movie I've ever seen him in. So right. I don't know how. Do your do your De Niro impression. Well, I'm not going to do it now. <laughs> After you I, know, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, do your Pacino impression. I can't. It's not very good. <laughs> the best Pacino impression was watch his face from SNL a few Bill years Hader. back. Bill Hader. Balance. <laughs> Checking. <laughs> <laughs> Pacino calling his bank on the phone. 
Check it. Balance. Have you seen that, Jamie? No. 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 I feel like I'm missing out. (laughs) Oh, man. Because hearing you do it makes me laugh. Oh, and I, yeah. Oh, God. That's a terrible fucking Pacino that I just did. (laughs) Yeah, Bill Hader is just, he's he's in his kitchen, right, Nick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, (laughs) he's as Pacino in his kitchen. He's just talking into his phone. (laughs) Shocking. (laughs) Balance. God damn it. I'm going to have to Google that when we're done. That sounds really good. No, that's a... (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) Anyway, so your favorite bit from the whole Steve Martin... Martin Yeah, back to that again. Yeah, just just sitting on the couches, huh? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That's my thing. And that the Mark Maron thing is exactly what that might be because comedians in cars. I love that just for that reason. Just because yeah. even if he's interviewing, even if he's even if Seinfeld's talking to someone I don't really care for, I still watch it just to feel like I'm in. Like you almost feel like you're a fly in the wall, and it's yeah. just two guys sitting in a bar. I love that. Yeah. What was your favorite, Nick? So I, I'm a big, huge Steve Martin fan, but I'm more of a Martin Short fan. You're kidding me? No, for real. Yeah. So wow. I was busting a gut when he did that musical number where he took all his clothes off. <laughs> Stepbrother to Jesus? Yeah. And he's wearing that bodysuit. <laughs> bodysuit with a pecker painted on it yeah. and the abs and the pecs. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> he's walking or while he's singing, he's running back and forth on the stage with his hand in front of his nuts, and he's like yeah. flapping his hands. Yeah. So it's like a floppy <laughs> cock. That. As juvenile as that was, I yeah, that was hilarious. My favorite bit was at the very end of that. So it wasn't that bit itself. Mm-hmm. It was the very end. So what they did for our listeners out there who didn't see the show, um, Steve Martin came out, and then he introduced uh, Martin Short. Then they came out; they did this thing together, and then Steve Martin left the stage so Martin Short could take center stage and do his act that Nick is referring to. And then when Steve Martin comes back out, this is right after this is right after the the bodysuit thing. And for the most part, this is a pretty PG yeah. PG thirteen sure. show. I mean, it's pretty family friendly. You know, not a lot of you know, nothing, nothing really offensive or anything like that. But after Martin Short does his whole bit <laughs> in the bodysuit, Steve Martin comes back on stage. Martin Short looks over to him and he's like, Top that, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was awesome. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Oh, Oh. Yeah, I don't know. No, it was cool, man. I I, I was super uh, appreciative that Nick offered the tickets because I I don't think I don't I don't know that I would have even looked into going had I not gotten a text I didn't even saying, know what was hey, happening. Yeah. I heard about it on the radio, but I guess it never occurred to me that I would go. I was just like, oh, that would be cool to go to, but uh, I won't go because you do that all the time. You're like, oh, I'd love to go to that, and you yeah. never do. Sure. Well, and I was like, I heard it too on the radio. Yeah. And I was like, man, I would love to go i've never heard of those guys doing something like i hadn't that. either and yeah you know they're both getting older and right how many more times are they going to be together on stage or you can right. see it right right and so i was like yeah yeah that was super rad well and wasn't that the name of the tour was we're not dead yet show or something or what was it something like that see us before we're dead or something yeah well they had a couple of different taglines yeah. like yeah, see us before yeah. we're dead but i think the name of the show was um the show you'll forget for the rest of your lives or something like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyway yeah it was cool i actually went on when we were out there and and you guys obviously know but they had a a merch tent where they're selling like t-shirts and posters and stuff and oh yeah um they had a poster or uh no what was it they had no they had a no it was a poster it was they had a poster of the show and I loved the look of it, and I wanted to buy it so bad, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Because it was like, I, I think it was like 30 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I don't know, 8 by 11, 9 by 12, something. I mean, it wasn't a huge poster, but size, it was small enough that you could put it in your house and not look like a goofball, you know? Yeah. Unlike um, me with all my movie posters. Yeah, right. It wasn't huge. <laughs> but I remember looking at it, and I'm like, I don't know, 30 bucks. And now I'm looking back, and I'm like, idiot. 
because I went on their website because that night I got home and I'm like I should have bought the motherfucking oh, poster. Yeah, yeah. Had I had I see had I seen the show before I saw the poster, I would have 100 percent buy to spent. Oh, here's 50 bucks. Give me the poster. Yeah. Because it's yeah, oh, literally yeah. I will never see them live again. I don't know when I would. Um, so I went on there, but I, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm sure I can find it online. Mm-hmm. I didn't. That oh. night I Googled it and I found the, the poster from like the year before. It was like, it was like the name of the show and it was like 2017 or something. Oh. And I was like, well, I don't want that one. They've been doing this at. that long? There was, I think it was the year on there that was different. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't want the one oh, from wow. last year. I didn't realize but, uh, that they've been doing that for no, I think it was years, a year so. thing. There was something wrong with it. I was like, I don't want to buy that one. Yeah. Oh. Damn it, I should have bought the one at the tent. Yeah, I looked at the merch stuff, too, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to be that guy because anytime I go to a concert or something like that, I always drop big coin right. on a T-shirt or right. a poster or something like that, right. and then it's just like, man, I could have got that online for half the price or yep. whatever. And But, yeah, I think you're right. If we would have gone to that merch tent <laughs> after the show, yep. I'd have 100% it would have been a different story. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. I loved the look of the poster. Just the design of it I thought was sweet, and then just the content. But... Um, yeah, cool show, man. I don't know for folks that ever end up going out there for a show to that amphitheater. It's pretty nice. They have like a uh, kind of a food truck vibe as far as like the food goes. So yeah, yeah, that was that a nice was surprise. That was nice. That was... They had like eight, you know, I don't know what ten different food trucks probably out there or like yeah. little tents and it was you know, hot. Oh, it was super it was hot. fucking hot. Yeah, that out sun there. was beaming down. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it was cool. I mean, the food was pretty good, and and it uh, they had beer pop the whole bit. What did you think of the chairs? Early, you know, I don't... <laughs> they were so fucking tight. They were small. God damn it, they were small. Dude, they were small. Yeah. They were some small fucking And chairs. even you're saying that, and you're not yeah. morbidly obese. I was not comfortable. No. They were very It's like sitting on an airplane in an airplane seat. Smaller, Smaller than an airplane maybe. Yeah. seat. Yeah. Without cushioning. Damn, I don't remember the seats. Which is oh, weird. Man. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. I don't remember that. I actually, it was tight enough. Like, when I sat down, all the stuff in my pockets, I felt like my jeans were going to, like, rip holes. Like, this, the armrest would rip holes in them. Yeah. Like, I moved my wallet and keys everything to, like, my like my chest pocket on my shirt. Because yeah. yeah. yeah, I didn't no want it to rip right. my jeans when I sat down. That's how tight it was. Yeah. Like, I didn't have a, an inch to give between my, my thunder thigh and the Thank God you had an aisle armrest. seat. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but there were people heavier than me getting in them. I don't know how they were doing it, because I had a hard time with it. Yeah, it was. But it, uh, those are some tight-ass fucking seats. Thankfully, the show was really good. <laughs> I couldn't it imagine was. being stuck in that seat for two hours in a terrible show. Yeah, you know. No, the show was great. I was yeah. just I was restless right away at the beginning because it took so long for him to get going. Yeah. But yeah, whatever. It was cool, man. I I I just I think it would be so much fun to uh, like if you're because you know Steve Martin's the, that that band was obviously touring with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like for at least part of the shows. Mm. Even just to be one of those guys, but to be hanging out with those two, like on the road, like when they're not in front of the public. Yeah. I There's got to be some fucking fall down moments between just of them talking, you know? Oh, yeah. Just to hear them I'm make sure. fun of each other, I think would just be. Oh, yeah. Like. Because I'm sure they say stuff to each other that they won't say in front of an audience, right? Oh. Making fun of each other's I, penis size or something like every yeah, guy in the world sure. does. They must do that. I saw some. Uh, <clears throat> so it was for one of the Saturday Night Live reunion shows. I don't remember which one. Um one of the ones where everybody from past yep. seasons yep. gets together. They do a big show. And uh, Steve Martin has a Instagram account that's pretty funny. He posts funny stuff. Like, you'll post, like, a selfie in front of the Eiffel Tower and be like, June 2001, location unknown. <laughs> <laughs> like, stuff like that. He, so at this SNL show, he took a picture of Martin Short just, like, sitting on this couch with a can of Coke and the caption was Marty Short doing Coke backstage. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. No, and you know what? When you just said that that triggered a memory of mine from the show we went to, he called him Marty on the set. And I, I you yeah. don't, I, I don't know about you guys. I've never heard anyone else refer to him as Marty Short. Like no, in all of his no, movies no. And, and when he does interviews, it's always Martin Short's here tonight, yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never heard it. And I'm sure other people do in Hollywood that are friends with him, but I just, that, as soon as Steve Martin, the first time he called him Marty, I'm like, oh, Marty, I guess. Yeah. They're tight. Well, I, that's the way they play it. I'm, I'm, yeah, sure, I'm sure they sure. are, yeah. But uh, anyway. I like when he was telling the story about uh, um, the character. I don't remember the character's name on SNL, but the one that's super defensive. I know that. Oh. I was like, don't tell me that. I know that. You know, the, the guy with the big cigarette and stuff. Yeah. And he was saying that he was basing it off of their makeup artist yeah. on yeah. SNL. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and the makeup artist didn't know that it was right. Uh, based and I'm not that. totally not doing it justice because you yeah, know, no. those who kind of had to be there. But I thought that was a pretty funny bit. Yeah. And I think that was that was when they were sitting on the chairs yep. and they're just shooting the just shit, talking stories. about yeah. yeah, 
Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I loved so it, good. man. I I and I and and again, it's not one of those things that I would I would have never thought to myself, I'm going to go to that. Boy, would I have missed out. I just I thought it was just phenomenal. I couldn't imagine on the comedy side, those two guys, I mean, are, are about it as far as, you know, the 80s and, and comedy and what you grew up watching. Yeah. I, you know, I couldn't imagine, a, a, you know, imagine a different scenario and they wouldn't do this, I don't think. But imagine like, and I don't even know if they're buddies, but like De Niro and Pacino touring. Like, could you imagine <laughs> sitting in an audience just listening to those two? And it wouldn't be so, no, you know, and they wouldn't do, I don't think they would because they're not comedy guys, right? Yeah, right? But the opportunity to sit in an audience and just listen to those two guys tell stories and talk about the old days and like yeah, fucking no. stories from movies they were on and. Mm. I don't know, man. I just I think it would be so unbelievable. You yeah. get names that big, man. You yeah. just you know these aren't these guys are these are big fish, and you know again, like I said earlier, you know nowadays they're maybe maybe not as as big a names as they were twenty five years ago, but uh, anybody but in our yeah, generation is for I mean, those are and our legendary parents, names, though. Right. I mean they're right. going to yeah. be right. Holy shit! You can imagine like when when they die, the response they're going to get at the Oscars in memoriam right. is going to be huge. Yeah, yeah. I mean th- these sure. guys are fucking Hollywood legends, yeah. man. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, but, cool I mean, show. Yeah, it's good stuff. Want to plug any more uh, podcasts before? Yeah, we Yeah, Nick, you got Nick? anything else for uh, the? Uh, Want yeah, turn I'll people say. away from our show? I'll <laughs> wait till next time I'm on. Okay. Right. I'll hijack another one of your shows because you know, <laughs> very good. We're just assuming that no one else looks for other entertainment when they hear our show, right? They don't ever search for anything else. These guys are the bees knees. I don't need to go find anything else. Oh, uh, uh, side note. Yeah. Um, talking about other podcasts and I'm not bashing it, trying to get people away from it. Cause I welcome you to go listen to it, but I listened to the Ron Burgundy's, uh, you know, he's got a podcast. Yeah, now, you guys yeah. Oh, that. that's, is that it out aired, now? Yeah. The first one was out this last Thursday. Yeah. Uh, really? Did you listen to it, Nick or no? No, I, so here's the thing with Ron Burgundy. You don't like him? He's my least favorite part about that movie. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, oh you're not Anchorman? a Burgundy man, huh? Yeah. I like Anchorman. Yeah. But I think Ron Burgundy's annoying. I like everybody you else. You preferred Brick and yeah. uh, I Champ? Like, I like everybody else in the movie. Champ really? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I didn't know the that. The arsonist had oddly shaped feet. You didn't get that into it, That doesn't get you? No. <laughs> okay. Don't listen to the podcast then, because you're, yeah, you're, you're going to hate that. I didn't plan on it. But. I'm a huge Ron huh. Burgundy character guy. I thought he was phenomenal in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and it's just... Mm, Oh, it was the first one, so I'll give it. An, I'm going to give it. Another, it's a weekly every Thursday, I think. I don't know. Our first one was really good. How long is it? Uh, forty nine minutes or something, just okay. under an hour. Yeah. Um, well, that's, that's pretty specific. <laughs> no, I. I suppose it was. I, I, cause I remember. I remember because I remember looking, and here's how bad it was. I was looking at my phone to see how much time I had left because I was like, oh, "Does it have yeah. time to get better?" I, I don't know. It was the first one, so and yeah. you know. But that's Will Ferrell, and he he's he knows comedy, man. He knows how to make yep. people laugh. He Maybe does. that was the bit is he they wanted it to be just super clunky, because it's supposed to be Ron Burgundy who doesn't know anything about podcasting. Sure. So it would make some mm. sense that he, if he doesn't know the medium and he has no idea what it even is, the technology exists. Yeah. Because he made the jokes in in his in that show about, uh, yeah, we recorded and then, I'm not gonna do the voice, but we recorded and then Steve takes it to the people at the internet and they put it on the internet for all you listen to. Like he played it up as a not having any right. idea what a podcast was. So maybe they were intentionally kind of being junky with it to sure. make it seem that. Um, yeah, but it should still be funny. I I don't know. I didn't. I smiled a handful of times, but I don't remember laughing out loud at all, hmm. which shocked me because I thought I was actually scared I was going to be too loud at work. Like I expected it to <laughs> you be. You to it at work? Yeah. <laughs> with, you know, with headphones on. But I, I listened to it, but, but, and I expected it to be that funny. Like I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should listen to it here. I'm going to have to muffle my laughter. Yeah. That was not a concern. Oh, nope. Wow. Bummer. Um, I don't know. There were a couple parts that were, that were decent, but I'm going to give it another chance next week. I, he didn't. Um, the, he interviewed he were, the, this show they were talking about because the beginning of the, of the show was talking about what's popular in podcasting. Like he was, he's got like a producer that's on the air with him. This girl, I don't remember her name. Tish she's, McGee. No, but she's super <laughs> like, I think her name was, I can't remember her name, but super quiet, kind of mousy, like, you know, kind of like, seems like she's intimidated by him. It's all show. Right. But, yeah, yeah. um, and she, she's kind of like the, the, the fact checker of the show. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the show, Ron will be like, you know, whatever her name was. Time for the fact-checking segment. What, you know, tell me I did everything or make sure I did everything right or something. And she'll be like, well, you said this. That's not true. You said this. That's not true. Whatever. Like, that's the. um, But so she mentions when he's talking about podcasting and what is it and how does it work and what's popular. She's like, well, true crime is really popular in podcasting. That's something a lot of people do. And Ron's like, well, so for this show, we're going to talk true crime. And he, like, talked about, like, (laughs) this is kind of funny. He's like. 
look at this. I just saw this in the news. A man in New Hampshire killed his wife. <laughs> Murder solved! They got him, folks. True crime. There it is. And then he reads like another story from like Texas. Man kills his stepbrother. There it is. True crime. Like, you know, obviously not getting what it is. Right. So she's trying to explain to him while he's doing this, like, Ron, that's not how it works. Yeah. And um anyway, so he had a forensic psychologist on. And that part was a little tricky because I wasn't sure if it was a real forensic psychologist or if it's somebody playing a part. Uh-huh. I think the guy was real, because he wasn't really funny at all. And he sounded very, like, kind of awkward, like he didn't really know how to handle it. So I think they may have gotten a real one. I mean, he knew the bit, right? I mean, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. But Ron was talking to him about, like, uh, Bundy. Like, they were talking about that, like, you know, and that thing. And he's asking the psychologist, like, uh, you know, he's asking a question because the psychologist mentions that, hey, I do a lot of courtroom testimony. I do a lot of expert stuff for courtrooms. And Ron's asking him, like, you know, police, like, law advice. Ron will be like, can I have my girlfriend arrested for dumping me? Mike, what do you think? And Mike's like, I don't really know. I don't deal with that. Like, that's not what I do. And Ron's like, I thought you worked in courtrooms. And he's like, I don't know. So, it's, so, um, uh, so I don't know if he's going to ever have, I guess what I was hoping for, and maybe it'll turn into this. I wanted it to be celebrity interviews. I basically want to hear Ron Burgundy, like a Ron Burgundy talk show with celebrities and athletes. Sure, right. yeah, yeah. I think that would be fucking phenomenal to yeah, have him interview like De Niro or, or, or yep. Steve Martin or whoever, you know, or an athlete. Um, but so far it hasn't been, so I don't, yeah. I don't know what it's going to turn into, but sure. Uh, That's just one show. No, I know. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to try to get next week, but I'll What's be it called the Ron Burgundy podcast. Oh, okay. yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty, pretty clever. Giant picture of him on the front. Yeah. He, um, I guess I just assumed going into it. Um, I assumed going into it with, with Farrell connected to it. And you've got to imagine if Will Farrell's doing it, they must have put a decent writing staff in place. Otherwise, I don't think he would do it. Like, he's not going to do this not knowing who's doing who's writing, right? Right. right. I, there's no way he's ad-libbing this entire thing. There's got to be people writing. Maybe he's writing part of it, too, yeah. of, of the bits or of, the, of, of what is kind of going to go down. Or he's ad-libbing it. He's pretty good at that. Yeah, I, maybe. Maybe, mm-hmm. he, yeah, maybe he was some of it. But um, I guess I just assumed with him in, in involved, that means that there's a lot of money tied into it, I would have to think. I don't think that he just decided to do this. Yeah. I heard radio is pushing it like crazy. So yeah, obviously they're invested in it. For it. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I guess I assumed that going into it, that it was going to be a really off the charts. Like I thought, well, yeah. with all the money and the talent and him, uh, it's got to be unbelievable. And it just, yeah. mm. so anyway, not as good as our show then. Nope. Not as good as our show. Awesome. Boy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, for folks out there, um, no, give it a shot. I don't know. Maybe you'll find it more entertaining, but okay. I'm done. I just wanted to mention that on our show. Nice. All right. Okay. Well, thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for the tickets for that awesome Steve Martin Martin Short Show. That was cool. And when Chad and I start touring and doing our show like that, we'll get you some tickets. Huh? I would appreciate it. Put you right in the front row. (laughs) Two of us sitting on a couch shooting the shit. Just talking. Just like we're doing now. And nobody listens now. Why would they pay the same person? (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Okay. Thank you.